across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Well, one of the big issues we've been talking about over the last six months or so, and especially since the end of the pandemic, is teenage pregnancies and the number of uh, teenage girls, some of them very young actually, uh, falling pregnant uh, at school. In some cases, we know that teachers, educators, older men are involved. In some cases, not quite so much. But now the basic education minister, Angie Mochecha, has tabled a policy to try and prevent teenage pregnancies. Zinat Suji is an attorney at Section 27. Zinat Good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and thank you for having me. There's many different factors in all of this. Um, in particular, you've got intergenerational sex, so older men, uh, I'll use an old-fashioned English phrase, taking advantage of, of younger girls. Sometimes there's money involved, the sort of sugar daddy phenomenon. Um, you've got other factors, of course, as well. When you look, what kind of policies would work in preventing teenage pregnancy? Sure. Um, So, Stephen, I think we need to look at, as you said, we need to first highlight all of the problems that are facing and and why are so many teenagers falling pregnant. Um, There's this, we, we do know that GBV is pervasive in South Africa. Um, the it's it's happening within the home. It's happening at schools. We look at the whole custom of Ukutwala, and it was there was also a the Commission for Gender Equality published a report on their research last year, which uh, looked at three rural provinces and some of these, which was in Pumalanga, Limpopo, and KZN specifically. And some of these factors have been um, the the whole custom of Okutwala. And I think that why do we need these policies? These are teenage girls. We've seen a an increase of teenage pregnancy, especially in 2022. Um, we're looking at 4% of females between the ages of 14 to 19. Um, who have fallen pregnant during this, the, uh, this time period. Um, those girls of between the ages of 14 to 19 actually increased just over a percent in 2021. So having this reality, we need to understand that the policies are really important. And coming from a school, um, sorry, if I could just say that from a um, from a school perspective, the policies need to assist these learners who are coming from impoverished circumstances to to remain in school and to ensure that they are not going to easily be dropped out, that they're not going to drop out from school. There are many things to this. One of the things we don't see, and we've spoken to the South African Council for Educators on this, is we don't see uh, punishment for the people who break the law by committing statutory rape. Um, in some cases, the, the girls don't want to say who it is because they're scared. In other cases, everybody knows who it is, Zinat, and you will know this, and then the man pays off the family. I mean, it's the most astonishingly difficult problem. Yes, that's uh, that's correct. Um, so you're seeing that um, in, in some of the cases that we've also dealt with is, um, especially with the South African Council for Educators, is that there is this whole level of threats against the, the family. And because these are, are, are young learners and young women in impoverished circumstances, money is uh, used to to actually get them to remain silent. Um, Statutory rape is something which is not taken um, very um, important. It's not not treated with the severity that it is. We're seeing a lot of older men getting away with this. Um, 
And also it's being abused in, in school. So you have a lot of educators who are um, who are abusing their power of authority with young girls. And in a case that we actually dealt with is that they um, he the, the educator wanted to wanted to threaten the the young learner. We managed to um, and she had she was left with no option but wanting to to leave school. What we tried to do was to assist her with maintenance as a mechanism to get him to support the child, and this enabled her to complete her schooling. Thank you very much indeed, Zina. I really appreciate the time this morning. Zina Tsuji is an attorney at Section 27.